This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. Oh, that's a beautiful song. Love in your heart. That's really what it's about. Not just let it in, but let it out. My grandson, Nolan, is nine years old. And you know how kids know so much more than you do? And it seems like that's happening at earlier ages. I was suggesting that he make a valentine for his parents and he looks at me and he says Gigi you really don't get the concept of valentine's day (laughs) so but I beg to differ (laughs) I think I actually do get the concept of valentine's day and it's much bigger than whether or not you have a sweetheart valentine's day is a day that we have collectively decided Back around the 1400s, incidentally, it hasn't always been this way, and it didn't start with Hallmark. It started with Chaucer. That we, It's a day to celebrate love. And yes, if you, are, you have a sweetheart, please do celebrate your sweetheart. But you can be your own sweetheart. And that's the first, the first one that you need to celebrate. And then you need to move out beyond just the sweetheart that you live with to to your children and to your family and to your friends and to your community and to the world. There is no place that your love does not belong. And so I really encourage you to focus on what are you doing with your heart I titled this talk, Love, Actually, not just because I like the movie, but because love is an action. It's a verb. It's something that we do. It's a power that we exercise. And, and we have to be very intentional about how we are using that. One of, one of the things that we need to think about is commitment. So, When we think about marriage, for example, we make commitments to one another in marriage. When we become members at Unity Community, we make commitments. One of the commitments we make is to treat everyone as part of our own spiritual body. And so when we get upset with someone, which will happen because we're human... We make a commitment to look at ourselves and ask ourselves the question, why am I getting upset about this? Instead of just going into outrage and righteousness and assume, well, it's because that person shouldn't be doing that and I'm right. Instead, we say, huh, what is it? Even if that behavior is not something that anybody would consider good behavior because we all slip sometimes. Even if it's not, we make the choice to look inside, to say, where, where is it in my heart that is raw, that makes that an offense? And if we will do that, we find that we become so much freer we have the opportunity to let go of things that have been festering for a very long time. So spiritual community can be a very healing environment if 
we practice that commitment. It makes it our harmonious, loving, welcoming place. When, when we were all together here, people every time would talk about how welcoming this felt. You remember, don't you? How it felt to be here. And now we've had to take that into the ethers. But it continues to be an energy that we embody, that love. And we do it because we don't go to gossip. We don't go to judgment of one another. And even when we have those thoughts, because we're human and we will get triggered, then we go to self-examination. And we get curious about what it is that has gotten us upset. What is it in us? And we have the opportunity to heal it. Commitment is a power that allows doors to open in our consciousness. When you are with somebody over a long time, whether it's a married partner or it's a good friend or it's a spiritual community, you will inevitably get to a place where there is something irritating. Have you noticed that? (laughs) And you have a choice in that moment to go into judgment and decide that there is something wrong with the other or to go into inquiry and say, Why am I upset? What can I learn? When you are in long-term relationship, you will also often find constriction that is happening. I, I feel like I just can't be myself. I feel like I can't grow. I feel like this person is hemming me in. Have you ever had that feeling? It appears that you are restricted and constricted because of the other person. But that is not possible because freedom exists here. And so when that apparent constriction comes up, you have the opportunity to explore it. Gay and Kathleen Hendricks are people that I studied with who are They're just really love gurus, I would consider them. And everything that they teach, they call it kitchen-tested because they've tried it on themselves, and that's how they know that it works. So after many, many years of being really well-renowned and respected leaders in this field of relationship, they had an experience where um, gay was enamored of this young woman. And they had a practice, they had a commitment to one another that they would talk to each other within minutes of, of becoming aware of any kind of conflict in their system. And so he told Katie right away, oh, I'm, I'm feeling really attracted to this young woman over here. Well, Katie wasn't particularly thrilled to hear that. And they went through this process that lasted for months. And and this young woman was drawn into the process too. Gay told her how he was feeling about her and she actually had reciprocal feelings. And they didn't have an affair, but they had this exploration 
because of the commitments. And it was a very, very difficult time for them. And they were a very public couple. And so it wasn't something that they could just keep in the bedroom and nobody would know about this. It was something that was known. But what what came out of that is he discovered that this young woman who he had fantasies of driving off in a convertible with and her hair is flowing in the breeze. And it was happening at a time when he was turning 60. And this is a, a fork in the road when you start to feel like, am I going to just sit down at the bus stop and wait for life to be over? Or am I going to regenerate and create something? And so this young woman was a symbol of, of the creative possibility in him. And so he went on to become more creative than he had been until then. And he had been a very creative person, but it went, you know, just exponentially greater. And Katie also realized how much she had been putting her energy into duty as opposed to aliveness and creativity. And she found greater life in this process. It was really, really powerful. They wrote a book about it called The Conscious Heart. And they, they talk in their own words about this experience. But that's something that happens when we are committed we find that we don't just say, oh, I'm out. Instead, we explore and we can find riches in ourselves that we did not know about. When we commit, we commit through thick and thin, right? For better or for worse is the old marriage vow. And we know that there are times that are pretty thin. We're in one of them right now. So we've made a commitment to one another as a community to be here together embodying love, to, to help one another to awaken spiritually, fully. And yet here we are in this thin time when we don't get to see each other except for virtually. What do we do in that kind of circumstance? Do we just say, oh, you know, I think I'm just, I'm going to just have a big brunch on Sunday morning. I'm kind of over it with this spiritual community. It's not giving me anything that I want, and so I'm out. Is that the attitude that we take? Or do we lean into our commitment? One small expression of commitment is to renew your membership if you're already a member. And we've made that super easy for you this year. You just go onto our website to the membership page and click on renew your membership. Just fill in a few things in the form and you're renewed. But you know, out of 178 members that we had last year, so far we have 60 members. So that means way more than half probably almost a third, two-thirds of you have not bothered to renew your membership. Now, some of you are not renewing it because you moved away and you just, you know, life changes and we don't always feel that it's appropriate. But two-thirds, it's unlikely that that is true for two-thirds of us. So what would it mean to become a new 
a member again, to renew your membership. It would mean taking the time to go online. It would mean taking five minutes to do that. Is this community worth that? Is this community worth it to you to get involved in joining a spirit group, even though it might be online and you would prefer that it were in, per- in person? Is our community worth that? Is our mission to embody love and awaken spiritual consciousness, is that something that you truly believe? Or are those just words that were easy to say? These are important questions, and we all need to ask ourselves that. And I'm talking about this community because we all have this in common. But there are other places where we have commitments. There are other relationships that are important. And love actually emphasizes act. In unity, our fifth principle is that all of these things that we say we believe that there is only one presence and we are expressions of that, that our consciousness creates reality and prayer changes our consciousness, that all of that is just words unless we take action. So that's what this is about. One of the ways that we can express our love is through praise. So, I know you've heard, oh, praise the Lord. Well, what does that mean? The Lord means that to which we give our power, that where we are connected, our source. Praise means to grow something, to appreciate something. So we are here to appreciate all that is. So it may be source in terms of our spiritual connection to God, It may be the beauty of nature. We look outside and see the loveliness of snow if we're here in the Pacific Northwest right now. And if we're somewhere else watching, then we see whatever is outside now. And and we praise that beauty. We, We sit around in our rooms wherever we are right now and just look around and just take a minute and find something that is beautiful that you could appreciate. We use our words. In the beginning was the word. The word is the creative power. We speak creation into being. And so we need to use our words carefully, lovingly. Who can we bless with our words? I have a practice. I I don't get on Facebook too often, but when I get on practice, on Facebook, I try to say things that are encouraging to other people. And a friend of mine was talking about how she had lost her job and she wasn't sure what she was going to do and she was sitting with some pretty big feelings. And, and so I said something that was encouraging as I could and reminded her of who she really is and the power that she wields in this world. And she, she responded with such appreciation. It really, it really touched my heart. And it reminded me of who I am here to be and the power that I have with my word. And I don't have this by myself. 
every one of us has the power to create with our word. When my friend said, your words helped me to take a deep breath for the first time in days, I felt so gratified. What words are you wielding? This is your power. Use the power of praise to grow that which you want to grow. Love is about community. We come together and we make something beautiful together. We, it's important that we respect that community, that we cherish it, that we do what it takes to make it thrive. There's a saying attributed to the Prophet Muhammad in the Sufi tradition that says, I was a hidden treasure and I longed to be known. And so I created heaven and earth. In other words, the divine created all of this diversity so that we may know it, treasure it. You know the old story of Jonah and the whale. Jonah got tossed overboard because he had refused to accept the people of Nineveh. He didn't want to scatter the sacred words of the divine for those people because they were the other. And God said, oh, no, no, no. And he cast the storm upon the sea. And, and when the sailors realized that Jonah was the problem, they tossed him overboard. Now, this is a, a story. It was meant to let the Israelites know that it wasn't enough to be the people of God, that they had to expand their love to the other. It's a teaching parable. But it's for all of us. We need to remember that we are here to embody love, and it's not just for us. We need to spread that, and we need to be firm in our commitment to the individual people in our lives and to our community. So I encourage you today to take that to heart. If you haven't renewed your membership, renew your membership. If you have, celebrate this community that you are creating. And if you're not a member yet and want to be, get on that page and fill out the form and let's welcome you and and your energy to growing this community and living our mission. Namaste.